0: Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. Malacanang is hoping to complete vaccinating the country's healthcare workers against a new coronavirus disease soon as it could move to protect senior citizens against a deadly respiratory disease. Presidential spokesman Harry Roque made a statement as the government started to vaccinate health workers with the CoronaVac vaccine donated by the Chinese government. In a radio interview, Roque said the palace is hoping to finish vaccinating around 3.4 million medical frontliners the soonest time possible. Roque added that the palace is looking forward to the upcoming COVID-19 vaccines because these will be used on the country's senior citizens. The government rolled out its vaccination program against COVID-19 with 600,000 doses of CoronaVac vaccines donated by the Chinese government. The vaccine brand, however, is not recommended for those over 59 years old. The Philippines is expecting to receive 1 million more doses from Sinovac and 525,600 doses from AstraZeneca. The initial shipment of the vaccine developed by British-Swedish pharmaceutical firm AstraZeneca is set to arrive in the country tomorrow, March 4, according to presidential spokesperson Harry Roque. The 487,200 doses of AstraZeneca vaccines is expected to arrive at around 7.30 in the evening tomorrow. It is part of the first round of allocated doses from COVAX facility, Roque said in a statement. Some 525,600 doses of AstraZeneca's vaccines were supposed to arrive in the Philippines on Monday, March 1, but encountered delay due to supply problems. Earlier, Roque said the President uh, Rodrigo Duterte will personally witness the arrival of AstraZeneca vaccines from the World Health Organization-led COVAX facility. The Philippines is expected to receive at least 5.6 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer-BioNTech and AstraZeneca via the COVAX facility within the first quarter of 2021. Vice President Lenny Robredo has responded to a viral photo of a woman getting vaccinated who she said was not her. On her Facebook page, Robredo posted screenshots of the woman's photo receiving coronavirus vaccine shot and said, Hindi po ako yan with a face facepalm emoji. The vice president said she was not the woman in the photo, but rather it was Dr. Fordelisa Grana, a pediatric surgeon at the Amang Rodriguez Memorial Medical Center in Marikina City. Grana was among the medical frontliners who were vaccinated first with China's Sinovac vaccine. She was wearing a bakuna blouse whose sleeves have slits, Robredo noted. Robredo laughed off the latest false accusations from her critics and bashers, but at the same time apologized to Grana for being dragged into the issue. Robredo advised the public to be discerning on what they see in social media because these could be just fake information circulated online. The Northeast Monsoon, or Amian, has again intensified, affecting northern and central Luzon on Wednesday, March 3, said a weather forecaster of the Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical, and Astronomical Services Administration. pag Weather Specialist Benison Eslahera also said that light to moderate with occasional heavy monsoon rains may affect Batanes, Cagayan, Isabela, Quirino, Nueva Vizcaya, Pag-asa, 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 Abra, Apayao, Benguet, Ifugao, Kalinga, Mountain Province, Aurora, and Quezon in the next 24 hours. Estarea also warned those in those areas to remain alert against possible flash floods and landslides. Metro Manila and the rest of Luzon may also have isolated light Amian rains, but have no significant impact over the area. The rest of the country may experience partly cloudy to cloudy skies with isolated rain showers due to localized thunderstorms. In Metro News, South African COVID-19 variant cases in Pasay all recovered. 4 million pesos shabu seized in Marikina by bust. Recyclables can now be traded for grocery items in Kazan city more from this report
1: Three Pasay City residents infected with the South African variant of the coronavirus disease have all recovered, according to Mayor Emi Calixto-Robiano on Tuesday, March 2. The patients were identified as a 61-year-old female, a 39-year-old male, and a 40-year-old male. The 40-year-old male patient was first to recover, according to DOH. Robiano also mentioned that the local government of Pasay is continuously sending samples from COVID-19 patients in the city to the Philippine Genome Center for sequencing. The mayor said that even before the announcement of the presence of the South African variant, They have been stepping up their efforts to curb the spread of the COVID-19 in the city. More than 4 million worth of shabu was confiscated from three suspects in a by-bus operation in Barangay Barangka, Marikina City on Tuesday, March 2. The suspects were identified as Amelita Kahana Presto, 58 years old, David Joseph Roque Ehe, 43 years old, and Argel Tolentino Ignacio, 25 years old. Police said the suspects were apprehended aboard a black SUV with plate number NDR4421. After joint elements of the Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency and Marikina City Police Station Drug Enforcement Unit conducted, the operation at 6. 10 p.m. at the riverbanks walkway. These from the suspects were some 600 grams of shabu amounting to four million eighty thousand pesos, cell phones, IDs, and bundles of money. The three suspects are now in the custody of police and are awaiting inquests. Plastic, paper, and metal wastes can now be exchanged for grocery items in Quezon City as the local government launched its Trash to Cash Back program Tuesday, March 2. Under the program, recyclables can be traded for basic commodities such as rice, eggs, vegetables, hygiene kits, among others, in all local governments' bid to promote the importance of recycling and waste segregation. A My Basurero E-Community kiosk has been set up at the Quezon City Hall recent garden where residents can convert their recyclable wastes into environmental points that can be used to buy groceries according to the local government. It added more kiosks will soon be rolled out in barangays.
0: Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Baguio City also ditches COVID test requirement for tourists. Cabanatuan City puts up COVID-19 vaccination centers. Six private armed group members yield to cops in Maguindanao. Here are the details.
2: Baguio City has followed the trend of not requiring local tourists to present a negative RT-PCR test or swab test result before setting foot in the city. Baguio City Mayor Benjamin Magalong confirmed that swab tests are no longer required unless mandated by the tourists' accommodation establishments or public transport providers. The amended executive order also indicates that other travel requirements have also been dropped, such as Travel Authority and the mandatory quarantine except for symptomatic travelers. But travelers are still required to sign up on the city's registration portals at visita.baguio.gov.ph for tourism, personal, or leisure travels, or at hdfbaguio.gov.ph for returning Baguio residents and other traveler classifications. The Cabanatuan city government is preparing the sites for the vaccination against the coronavirus disease. Mayor Micah Elizabeth R. Vergara said the main inoculation center is located in front of the city hall compound while waiting for its completion are 15 satellite vaccination centers in covered courts of schools in the city's different villages. Meanwhile, a 32-unit molecular laboratory aimed at stepping up the city's response against the dreaded disease is expected to be operational by late March or early April this year. Six men belonging to a private armed group or PAG operating in Maguindanao voluntarily surrendered with their firearms to police authorities in the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region in Mindanao or BARMM. Surrendered firearms include one mini-Uzi machine pistol, a homemade M79 grenade launcher, an M14 rifle, a homemade 12-gauge shotgun, a .50 caliber sniper rifle, and ammunition. The PAG members surrendered through the intensified PNP Oplan Paglalansag Omega and Oplan Salikop operations conducted by operatives of the Police Regional Office of BARMM.
0: In world news, Biden sees faster U.S. vaccine timeline as pharma giants join forces. Indonesia's erupting Sinabung Volcano, Belgium's Column of Ash, And a Canadian man danced on frozen snow after getting inoculated by a COVID-19 vaccine. Let's
1: watch this. President Joe Biden said Tuesday the United States would have enough vaccine for its entire adult population by the end of May as he announced a deal for pharma giant Merck to produce the shot developed by rival Johnson & Johnson. Biden's administration will leverage the Defense Production Act to provide an initial $105 million US for Merck to convert and equip its facility to safely manufacture the vaccine. The J&J vaccine is the third to receive U.S. regulatory approval for emergency use but the first that requires a single shot as opposed to two jobs. Biden also said Johnson and Johnson-owned vaccine manufacturing facilities will now begin to operate 24/7. This would enable J&J to deliver close to 100 million doses to the United States by end May, instead of June, as previously pledged. Indonesia's Mount Sinabung erupted on Tuesday morning, spewing a massive column of smoke and ash up to 5,000 meters into the sky. The volcano on Sumatra Island started blasting debris early in the morning, according to local geological agency, which recorded 13 bursts. Authorities have instructed residents to avoid a 5-kilometer radius around the crater, a zone that has been left unoccupied for years as volcanic activity increased. No evacuation orders have been issued, and there has been no reported flight disruption. A Canadian can help but dance onto the snow after getting inoculated by COVID-19 vaccine. Gordep Pandir performs Bangra, a dance from Punjab, on a frozen lake in Canada in a video that posted on Twitter to celebrate his vaccination against COVID-19. On his tweet, he said that he's forwarding joy, hope and positivity across Canada and beyond for everyone's health and well-being amidst the pandemic. His video garnered almost 1 million views and thousands of likes and shares in various social media platforms.
0: In entertainment, Walt Disney Studios recently revealed that Asia's sole supreme diva, Casey Tandigan, will be lending her voice to its upcoming animated film, Raya and the Last Dragon. She will be singing Gabay, which is historic as it will be the first ever Filipino language track on a Disney movie. In an Instagram post, Casey said that she's grateful to be chosen to sing the first ever Disney track in Filipino. Prior to KZ, Filipino singers who have officially recorded versions of Disney theme songs include Janela Salvador for Moana, Moira De La Torre for Mulan, and Darren Espanto and Morisette Amen for Aladdin. Gabay is set to be released on March 5 on Spotify. In sports, Looks like Manny Pacquiao will be settling for a different boxer who goes by the Garcia surname. But it's not Ryan Garcia. Instead, it's Mikey Garcia. Garcia revealed that he is set to clash with Pacquiao in the boxing ring in May. In an interview, Garcia said that it's been in the works for a long time, but it seems like all the parties are now on board. Garcia last saw action in February last year winning via unanimous decision against Pacquiao's former opponent, Jesse Vargas, while the Filipino 8th Division World Boxing Champion has not fought since scoring a split-decision win over Keith Thurman last July 2019. Pacquiao's camp has yet to make its own announcement regarding the bouts. In today's Tech Talk... The Manila Bolton Tech Lab team checks out a newly launched smartwatch from a young tech brand and finds out what it can do. Let's watch this.
2: One of the youngest tech brands in the country is continuously beefing up their tech products and making their presence felt. In today's episode of Tech Talk, we take a look at the Realme Watch S Pro. This newly launched smartwatch has a 1.3-inch screen that is HD clear and has auto-brightness capability. The watch's user interface is also very easy to navigate, and the information is well laid out. On the right side of the watch are two buttons. The top button works as your back or home button, while the one beside it brings out the list of workout or sports mode for you to choose from. Apart from telling the time, your steps, and your heart rate, it also has a blood oxygen monitor that can aid you in your goal for a healthier you. Its music control is also easily accessible, and it can even let you control the volume of the music you are listening. Now, that is one detail I'm sure many will find very, very useful. It packs about 15 various sports modes that will for sure fit into whatever fitness program you are into. Pairing the Watch S Pro to your phone is also easy via the Realme Link app. This centralized app for all your Realme gadgets synchronizes with your watch and gives you a summary of your progress and also different settings for your Watch S Pro, including notifications and even a reminder that you already need to drink water. You also won't get bored with the Realme Watch S Pro as there are hundreds of watch faces to choose from in the app. But if you want a more personalized watch face, you can even upload your own photo. With an upcoming update to its software, the Realme Watch S Pro will be able to control your smart TV and even your lights. In summary, the Realme Watch S Pro is a great gadget not just for health enthusiasts but to anyone that embraces digital life as it can give not just the time but all the details you need to stay connected, entertained, and healthy. And that is Tech Talk for this week. Join us again next week for more tech updates. Be fully informed.
0: Oh, a smart watch that is affordable with high-end look and capability. Well, for sure, many will add it to their shopping list of things to buy for this year. And those are the news on web today, March 3, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of Vanilla Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.